0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: Hi, Johannes. Uh, So good to have you with us um, at our Into Me C program, where we talk openly and honestly about reality, restoration and redemption in the face of addiction. Very, very welcome with us, Johannes.
0: Thanks. Um, morning, Frederick. So good to be with you and Suki.
2: In our previous uh, episodes, we spoke to a pastor, Andre, from another church. And always experienced the lines of the Serenity Prayer, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. If you missed any of the previous episodes, be sure to listen to them. Um, on the podcast at radiopulpit.co.za forward slash into me see. You can also download them and share it with a friend. In this episode, we'll continue to focus on the lines of the serenity prayer, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace and taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. So as we hear... Johannes will be sharing his realities and hardships with us. Uh, welcome, Johannes. It's great to have you with us on the program. Thank you
0: so much, Suki. It's good to be with you.
1: Mm, yeah, but before we go into discussing or talking about uh, the Serenity Prayer, Johannes, I mean, you've moved from Zim from Zimbabwe a number of years ago. How many?
0: Uh, that was uh, just over 13 years ago, Frederick. Yeah, Ooh.
1: 13 years ago. Please share us with us some of the experiences that you've come across um, and moving down to the Western Cape and settling here. What were some of the things that you had experienced?
0: Yeah, thanks, Frederick. Um, yeah, I think as we look at this line of the serenity prayer, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, Uh, I think definitely um, in the process of our move down here, there was definitely a hardship involved. Mm. Um, The situation that we were in in Zimbabwe at the time, uh, we were in a farming community in the midst of um, violent farm invasions. And and yeah, it was a very uh, stressful and difficult time. Um, But I can certainly testify to the fact um, that through those hardships, um, you know, it's been such a wonderful growing experience for me um, just growing closer Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. God. I think really for him just revealing through the hardship um, it's definitely a process in my life where he's uh, made me aware of so many idols in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I look at The parable of the sower, Luke 8, in in Luke chapter 8, where it talks about um, the seeds that fell among the thorns and they were choked by the worries and the riches and the pleasures of this life. Hmm. And um, certainly in that um, circumstance, you know, with your whole world being turned upside down and, and, you know, sort of all of the Uh, security that you placed in in your job and in your uh, surroundings and in your you know when that was all stripped away it really Mm. um, just reveals what are you putting your trust in Mm. and uh, certainly revealed to me that I was putting a lot of my trust in in, in, in my, in my job and in my, you know, environment and in the pleasures that I had then, when that's stripped away, you know, it turns you to God.
1: Mm-hmm. And in
0: that hardship, uh, it definitely was just, it was, you know, it was a watershed experience in my faith. Uh, and I mm-hmm. can really testify to receiving that peace uh, through that hardship of just refocusing my life and being so much more aware that my security isn't in these earthly things, but that it's it's in God and it's in His eternal promises. Mm -hmm. Amen.
2: So often we say you can choose in hardship, you can become bitter or better. And by going to Jesus and surrendering to Him, that is certainly a way to grow mm. and not to get stuck in that. So, but it's so easy to get angry and upset and not to process that and to move away from him, the opposite, as a pathway to peace. Eh? Mm-hmm.
1: Now, yeah. and, and, and what I also realized as you were sharing, it wasn't just a couple of months and everything was good and everything was fine, but it is a journey journey. And, uh, and that we need often need to face a number of hardships before we get to the point of having peace. Mm, ongoing.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think um, you know. I, I think so often why we need to go through this process of, of hardship is I think often we are hard of hearing. Oh yes. And, We are stubborn and, uh, you know, I sometimes get frustrated. I think, Lord, you know, why can't you uh, just fast track this and Mm -hmm. just show me the answers? But Mm -hmm. I think often it's because I'm hard of hearing and in that hardship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think He does a deep work in us.
2: And yes. I think that,
0: that takes time. And then I think, uh, you know, if, if, it, if, if He did it overnight, we would be overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. process. And I think in His mercy, He takes us down that journey one step at a time. And it's, it's often a long, hard journey, but it's a deep work that He needs to do in our lives.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reminded of C.S. Lewis that says that God uses the megaphone of pain to speak to us. And that's mm-hmm. often and then, what helps us to hear Um, You are serving as one of the elders at One Hope Church in Stellenbosch. As you look back, especially during the pandemic, how have you seen hardships in your own life and those you oversee um, lead in a pathway to peace?
0: Yeah, I think as we've just been saying, it's it's very much a process. And I think initially when we are first faced with these hardships like the COVID uh, pandemic, Often our initial reaction is one of um, fear and worry and confusion. Um, That's sort of our our knee-jerk response often. Um, And yeah, I think it's it's very much a a conscious thing. We on our knees, where we need to take those things to God. Um, You know, I'm I'm reminded of Philippians, which is don't be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and uh, thanksgiving, take your you know make your petitions to God. Mm. Um, and just that, you know, as we experience that worry and that fear, which is a natural human reaction, um, to take that to the Lord in prayer. Mm. And as we do that um, in His Word and in prayer and meditation, um, you know, I think that's where where the peace comes from. And mm. uh, yeah, I think I can certainly testify that, you know, as as just those around us. Um, you know, there are many who have taken it to the Lord in prayer and and I can see that they have received peace and are receiving peace because it's something that we need to do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I think also if we look at those who try and battle this in their own strength... Mm -hmm. Um, it remains a stressful situation.
2: Mm, and often it's a, it's a bit of a wrestling process, right, to get to the peace. It's not just like it's there. Sometimes we struggle and we falter and we struggle mm. with anger or with disappointment or um, with whatever for a, a period of time and maybe even upset with God that He's allowing that. We need to continue to surrender our will and our lives to Him. Mm-hmm. And during this yeah. process, could you maybe share something of uh, in your personal life for you guys as a family, what you have experienced around this time and um, uh, struggles that you guys have been facing?
0: As a family, we've been really fortu- fortunate during the COVID pandemic that we haven't uh, suffered any significant hardship. Um although having said that, uh my elderly parents visited us in December and while they were with us they contracted uh COVID from an elderly relative. Um but um fortunately their symptoms were yeah, they were they were really ill with flu, um but but nothing too serious and um yeah, likewise with my work uh, environment, uh I haven't been uh Terribly affected. Um, I think maybe unrelated to, to COVID to some extent. Uh, the first, um, I'm a uh, independent consultant uh, without a fixed salary. In the first couple of months of this year, uh, We're a little bit on the lean side, um, and that always takes um, a lot of trust. Uh, again, just mm. take that to the mm. Lord and trust in Him for His provision. Um, and uh, but you know, I can I can de- definitely testify that. Uh, you know there there are lean times um God has always provided for us, and mm. uh, you know we've never been without um without provisions so I can definitely testify to his provision mm.
2: Mm.
1: yeah, that really reminds me of psalm twenty three where um David says, "The Lord is my shepherd, I will not lack want. anything mm. I will not mm. want and uh, and it, it is him that Uh, supplies all that we need and um, you know many times uh, our families and our children suffer hardship and that hardship often relates to our own hardship you know this is a very very interesting story and we must continue with it just after the break Have there been situations in, in your family's life where there have been family hardships as such that uh, eventually led to peace? Can you share something like that with us, Johannes?
0: Yeah, certainly, Frederick. Um, one of the most uh, difficult challenges and hardships of the family that we've faced in recent years uh, was with my daughter, Emma. And that was about four or five years ago. Um, she, at the time... Um, to some extent, unbeknownst to us, she was really battling with um, anxiety, and I say unbeknownst to us because uh, she's a very high-performing uh, individual on many levels, and she had really suppressed and internalized the anxiety so that it wasn't uh, for, for some time very visible from the outside, um, but when she was about 15, um, it's... uh she developed uh, an eating disorder, an- anorexia, which uh, to some extent came on very, very quickly, and over a very short period of time, her health deteriorated very rapidly, uh, and I think it was fair to say that um, that her life was in danger. She really became very yep. ill over a very mm. short period of time, mm. uh, which for us as parents, um, I think as, as any parent can imagine, was. Uh, a very frightening and um, difficult situation. Um, you know, we were um it was it was a really uh, a big struggle for us and we certainly felt parents uh of our depth uh as to how to deal with this uh sudden development uh, and no doubt uh our daughter Emma herself was was really floundering. Mm. Um so, you know, we realised Pretty much immediately that we needed um professional help you know somebody to guide us through um this uh, situation um, so uh, we initially visited uh, or uh, made an appointment to some specialist uh, we live in Stellenbosch we made an appointment here, and uh <clears throat> we found that the initial session that we had or or two sessions with the specialists here we found uh was was initially not helpful, and we were referred to a specialist in Cape Town, um, which I really believe was what I would call a god incident uh, mm. that we were led to a professional in Cape Town um, who it was really like uh, turning a light bulb on mm. uh, just as she was able to help us to start to understand uh, for well particularly for our daughter Emma um, for her to understand what she was facing. Um, I think initially, just to on a physiological level, to get Emma uh, to a point where she was stable enough to, um, and physiologically well enough to, to be able to deal with the, the sort of underlying, uh can you say, emotional issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we were very grateful for uh, God leading us to a professional who was able to just help uh, in such an incredible way. So yeah, our daughter Emma was in therapy for uh about three years uh intensively um but what was wonderful to see was not just over the three years it was a very long hard and 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 scary road um but it was over those three years wonderful to see the incredible progress that she made. Um, but almost more than that, um, towards the end of that period, um, where she'd already received significant physiological and emotional healing, mm. um, the Lord came and did a, a powerful, uh, let's just say, uh, for the lack of a better word, a, a spiritual work in her heart, and mm. there was just an incredible awakening of, of faith in her. Mm. Um, not just healing, but she received incredible. Um, spiritual healing, um, and just is now walking uh, a very close walk with the Lord, and just really passionate in um, in, her, in her faith, which has been so encouraging and mm. so wonderful to see the Lord use this, word, uh, this hardship to bring about uh, peace in her
2: life. Mm. Wow. Mm. And mm. it's so good to talk to you, because we seldom have an opportunity to talk to parents um, when there's a problem with a with with some kind of um, disorder, um, we often speak to people that are struggling with that themselves, and mm. uh, and and it's a different. And I th- I'm sure there are many of our listeners that are in this position where a loved one of them is struggling with with some kind of disorder or an addiction, because you know eating disturbances can sometimes be seen as a process addiction as well. And uh, it might not have been that in that particular situation. But, yeah, it's v- very hard for us as a parent. And it's, it puts us in a different position where we see our children going through these heartaches and struggles and where we 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 find ourselves to be powerless, right?
1: Mm, mm. Certainly. Yeah, what I really awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Johannes. It is uh, something very, very difficult and very deep cutting it can be and um it's a real hardship and if you know there's no doubt that there is hardship
2: what i also hear in the story is that you guys reached out for professional Mm -hmm. help. And often Christians Mm. are scared of that. Um, Mm. And of course, you know, sometimes there are a lot of humanistic things that creep in, but but sometimes there's room and it's very important to go for professional help. And it seems like in this case, especially the second situation, the person that you had been referred to had really been able to guide your daughter, Emma, in, in a way to help her so that she eventually had found spiritual healing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, as I said initially, we were really floundering. And uh, I think there's a lot of misconceptions, um, you know, as parents, uh, anorexia or eating disorder wasn't something that we had been exposed to. And there's, um, I think, like many, um, you know, when we talk about uh, emotional well-being, like so many forms of, um, uh, uh, you know, when you talk about emotional well-being, there's often so many misconceptions. And I think likewise with anorexia, there's a lot of misconceptions and, you know, people often mistakenly believe that it's linked to self-image and to, mm. um, and, and, you know, mistakenly, uh, you know, look in the wrong place for, for, for the root cause. And I think what was uh, very helpful for us with the therapist Is the uh, therapist helping us understand both for Emma and us as parents that um, the anorexia for for our daughter Emma was what she referred to as a flotation device Mm. and that, you know, when you are uh, facing a significant struggle, uh, we all, you know, often use flotation devices and some of those flotation devices can be uh, they are legitimate flotation devices, but uh, sometimes they are harmful, um, mm-hmm. you know, like in the case of anorexia or like any form of addiction Right. Um, and um you know just helping us understand that uh you know what the underlying issues were um, and and leading our daughter Emma to a place where she could um, Release herself from that flotation device to to other helpful coping mechanisms rather than harmful coping mechanisms. Um, so that was really helpful for us um, just to understand the root cause of the issue and for it to be diagnosed and and to find helpful um, flotation devices to transfer those those uh, yeah. So that was that was mm. really helpful.
1: Sure, thank you, Ioannis. Uh, uh, what I really also see, and uh, that is so 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 important, is that there's no denial. Mm. Uh, there's no saying, "Oh, uh, our our daughter just doesn't eat well," or whatever. There's no denial of the situation, of that reality, mm. of the feelings, and mm. usually denial goes into complaining. And that is not what the Lord calls us to. The Lord calls us to engage in whatever we are experiencing, engage in that reality, and to share that with Him. And when we share it with Him, it goes into a lament. And we are bringing Him into our situation. You know, David very often um, was... Very open about his his feelings and and so forth in psalm six uh, verses two and three, he says, "Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am wasted away. make mm. me well, for even my bones are troubled, my soul is bitterly troubled, and you, O Lord, how long will you uh, will you stay away? Um, how have you as a family been able to come to the Lord accept the hardship, and come to the Lord and give it to Him?
0: Yeah, I think like any hardship, um, it really reminds us of um, how dependent we are on the Lord. And I think often when things are going well, Mm. um, we uh, tend to sometimes uh, become a bit forgetful about the Lord in our lives and and how reliant we are on Him You know, we, we. when things are going well, we can be in a situation where we um become self reliant and um not realizing that you know we are uh our own strength is is weakness mm-hmm. and you know it's almost like a a um oh, what's the word i'm looking for um but yeah, anyway, so in, in, in hardship, um, I think often we are just r- r- reminded of our true state of reliance mm-hmm. on God. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's, it's, it's, it's a scary place to be and it's a difficult place to be, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's also a wonderful place to be uh, mm-hmm. when daily uh, we rest on Him and on His strength uh, rather than trying to be Uh, to depend on our own strength uh, or or shall I rather call it our own weakness.
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. but therefore we are so thankful that you're willing to be vulnerable and share something of your journey not only um, part of the hardship of coming from Zimbabwe and going through the difficulties that you were going through there um, to the more personal um, situation that you experience with your daughter because like I say many Parents that are listening might be in the same boat and must have heard what you said today. And what I really take away from from your share is that. This hardship, I can really see how it had led you guys to peace, to a deep that it was a pathway to peace. Because what was initially thinking about the verse that was the enemy intended for evil, that God takes it away and he brings it out for our good and also for the good of Emma and a deeper relationship with him and a different walk with you guys um, as your family, and probably also deeper communication hey, and deeper understanding of one another's issues.
0: Yes, definitely. It had an incredible uh incredibly positive impact uh, for us as a family with our communication uh, and it really created an environment where we became um i would say much more open or very open mm. in sharing our emotions and our feelings in a in a very helpful way wow. and in learning um how to communicate on a on an emotional level and yeah. so it was a really you know, for us as a family, very positive and they definitely deepened and strengthened our relationships.
2: Very important um, what you're saying mm-hmm, here, because mm-hmm, we can all yeah. learn, hey, and that it actually takes you to a deeper place of, of connecting with each other and with God. Thank you so much, Johannes. It's been such a privilege to talk to you and to hear your story. Um, so, listeners, we want to remind you, to send your comments to Frederick Suki at kPulpit.co.za, and if you've missed any of the episodes of this month, uh, where the topic is a hardship, uh, uh, hardship as a pathway to peace, and taking the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, um, go back to the podcast and remember to tune in every Tuesday night at six thirty. Wonderful to um, to be with you again. Till next time, God bless.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Johannes, and um, God bless well as well.
2: This insert was
0: brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.